Hello and welcome to episode 86 of the How to Sleep podcast. In this episode, you'll learn why it's so hard to convince yourself to go to sleep and what to do about it. Welcome to the How to Sleep podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Blakeman, qualified adult sleep coach, a previous sufferer of insomnia and mum of three. I believe that sleep is fundamental to your enjoyment of the life you've worked so hard to create and I support adults like you who are struggling to sleep to get back to sleep and back to living your life in full colour and with maximum energy. This podcast is for you if you are taking ages to get to sleep or waking in the night and can't get back to sleep or both. Keep listening to find out how sleep works, the essential elements you need to get the sleep you deserve and actionable steps that you can take. This week, my children went on a school trip to the pantomime and they were so excited to go. And the night before they went, they just couldn't get to sleep for a while because because they were so excited. And one of my children said, Mummy, I just can't convince myself to go to sleep. And it really amused me because I had this flashback to when I had my sleeper shoe and I was lying awake in the middle of the night doing exactly that, trying to convince my brain to fall asleep and it was completely futile. So I wanted to talk about this or this week on the podcast. So what I would do when I woke up in the middle of the night is I would try persuasion. So I would think through at length about how important it was that I got to sleep, how much better I'd feel in the morning if I just got to sleep. I'd be trying, I guess, to mentally lull myself into a feeling of sleepiness but of course it didn't work and when that didn't work I'd often move to more kind of almost like a sort of threatening myself kind of thought loop like oh just stop thinking of all this stuff brain just let me go to sleep because you're gonna feel terrible in the morning I'm not gonna be able to function at work and I'm gonna get snappy with the kids and this approach never worked either and what I did often then is I got all worked up and frustrated And maybe then I'd go into anger or I'd be so annoyed at myself. Why can't I just go to sleep? How is it possible to be so tired and so wide awake at the same time? Why am I so rubbish that I can't even do this simple thing? Or I would go the other way and I just feel really sad, like really upset at not being able to sleep and really sorry for myself that I was having to live like this all the time. And of course, once I got into either of these states, then it was kind of inevitable that I wouldn't sleep. But the interesting thing was at the time, I had absolutely no clue that that was the case. I had absolutely no clue that by getting myself into these thought loops, I was in fact pushing myself further and further away from sleep. And I genuinely in those moments believed that I could reason myself to sleep, that I could think my way into sleep, that I could use my cognitive brain to convince myself to go to sleep. But of course, I was ignorant of one fundamental realisation, that sleep is controlled by our subconscious, non-cognitive part of the brain. There is no logic applicable here. There is no use of reasoning. The mechanisms responsible for sleep are not triggered by my knowing logically that sleep is the best thing or that it's 3am in the morning according to my eyes looking at the clock or that I have a whole list of stuff to do the next day so that it's going to be really hard to do without a decent night's sleep. In fact, what my subconscious brain was probably detecting was that I was in a state of frustration or a state of agitation or that I was upset. 
So basically that something was wrong, something was disturbing my mental peace, disturbing me my relaxation. And then what it likely did in response is it actually started to inhibit sleep because why would it send me to sleep when I'm so clearly distressed? That's not a sensible thing for my subconscious to do. Being in distress means I probably need to take some action and taking action is something that I can only do when I'm awake. So ironically, in the absence of the ability to cognitively decipher the content of my thoughts or the context of my upset, which the subconscious brain can't do, it doesn't have these abilities, it's only got a very blunt response. Is it okay to go to sleep or is it not? She seems upset. She seems agitated. Let's keep her awake. Now, obviously, I'm oversimplifying the process here and I'm attributing a voice to the subconscious brain for the effect of storytelling so that it brings it to life what I'm saying. But hopefully you get the gist of what I'm talking about, that I was assuming that there was a direct link between my thoughts, my cognitive thoughts and the mechanism that could make me go to sleep, that I could use my cognitive thoughts to convince myself to go to sleep. And you might find yourself trying to do the same thing at 2am in the morning. And that's why... When I work with clients, I teach people specific techniques for thought management so that your thoughts are not keeping you awake, so that you can learn to stay in a place with your thoughts that is going to assist you in falling asleep and not hinder you from falling asleep. So your action step for this week, if you find yourself in the middle of the night getting into a discussion with yourself or even an argument with yourself over the fact that you can't go to sleep, but you want to be going to sleep, I want you to work on letting go of these thought patterns because imagine if you were trying to go to sleep and two people came into the room and started having an argument it would definitely disturb your sleep so having an argument or even a debate with yourself in the middle of the night that's not going to be conducive to sleep either so even if you feel like you're trying to convince yourself or you're trying to persuade yourself to go to sleep even if it feels helpful it's not necessarily going to be interpreted that way by the part of your brain that's waiting for the triggers that it needs to send you into sleep. All right, have a good week and thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. I hope you found some value in today's episode. If you did, and you know others who would benefit from hearing this information as well, then please share with them. And if you would be so kind as to leave a positive review of the podcast, this will support me in my mission to spread the message of sleep as wide as possible. Thank you so much. If you can't wait until the next episode and you want more guidance right now, then head on over to my website and get access to my free sleep resources. Link in the show notes. Or follow me on Instagram at Nikki.Blakeman. Wishing you a peaceful night's sleep.